Welcome to At The Heart Podcast. I'm Jason Angelin, and my goal here is to help draw you closer to God and closer to each other. Kids might not like me telling them to, you know, you know, right. do the things that they need to do as a, as as my children, you know, taking care of the house or like doing the chores or right. doing their schoolwork right. or whatever like that. But there are these things that I still need to find a way that in love to not be silent. And then when I do speak, to make sure it doesn't come down, like we said earlier, like demanding that is being is being accomplished. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my kids need to know. And we're, and, you know, scripture talks about that, like, do not provoke them, like to fathers, like to yeah. your children, to your sons, do not provoke them. Yeah. Like that is, because he's talking about an abuse, but... Children, we, children must obey their parents. Right. That's the context. Right? Yeah. Children must obey their parents. That's the fourth commandment, right? right? So but, it's, it's huge. But fathers, don't provoke your children. Yeah. Like, don't cause them to sin in this yeah. way, right? So the fourth commandment is actually not just for the children, but it's a reminder to the parents as well. Like, well, hold on, I've got people that are responsible. Like, God is telling them that they need to obey me. I'm responsible. I'm responsible for this. What am I supposed to be doing here? What's my whole goal and purpose in all of this? That's right. Who are they? And, I, and why are they mine? Exactly. And in what sense are they mine? They're not mine as in my possessions. Right. They're not my little slaves. Or They're whatever. not my little, like, I, I, yeah. I've got this set, right? You know, yeah. my boy, girl, I completed this set. They're not a they're not a collectible item. That's right. That's they're, right. They're, they're not a luxury. They're, they're right. gifts from God that I need to find out as, as a man of God now, as, as a husband and as a father, how do I embrace the authority that has been given to me? And the churchmen, the bishops, archbishops, the pope, he himself needs to embrace that. They, they all embrace that challenge, yeah. need to. And then when they don't embrace that challenge of what that authority has been given to them, great scandal happens in the church. Yeah, yeah I, think that, I think this, and maybe I don't know if we have time for that, but I think that the connection between the celibacy of the, of the priest in the mm-hmm. Roman church, right, and his authority are, are much deeper connected, it's, you yes. know, because that celibacy doesn't mean just, well, he just doesn't have sex or something. Right. But you know, he belongs to, he belongs to, he's placed himself in complete service of the church. He's, he's giving himself over. He's doing what a husband does on his wedding day, you yeah. know, as he lays his life down for his people. It's a real physical gift. Right. And so he becomes, he becomes a father. Yeah. And, and so the authority of the bishop or the authority of a priest um, is a, is a, is a father's authority that that is rooted in his masculine yeah. giving of himself, and it's really instructive. Into it's instructive for us when it's lived well. When you see a good and holy bishop or a good and holy priest who loves and cares for his people, and he and he, he exercises authority and he gives direction and he corrects errors and he and he's with his people and he loves his people, and you see that this affection for for his flock. You know, it's very instructive. Oh, that's what it means for me to love my wife yeah. and to care for my children. Yeah. You know, to or you know, to be loved, to let myself be loved and to care for my children. You know, because that that bishop, that father, isn't God. He's he's the son of a father, right. right? He's the son of a father. He knows that his that he he owes obedience to a, to a God that that loves and cares for him and expects much from him you know and so when that breaks down then we we have we have a lot of trouble but it's the, the I think that's part of the church's wisdom is the connection between the priest's sexuality as it's expressed through his through celibacy and his total devotion to the church that 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 helps him understand that his authority is rooted 
in this offering of himself in love. That's right. And and when that gets broken down, when the relationship between their, your sexuality and your authority is broken, then then there's bitter, bitter fruit in the culture, bitter, bitter fruit in the church, bitter, bitter fruit in the culture yeah. because of the disillusion of those two things. Yeah, when, when we as, as, as fathers, as husbands, uh, are in, in this vineyard uh, working and giving of ourselves, if done in, in truth, right, it will produce fruit, fruit that will last, right? Yeah. When we, when we are grafted on the vine, right, firmly, then the fruit, the work that we do, we're not just laboring in vain. We're not just punching the air as if like shadow yeah. boxing. Like we're, yeah. it's, it's actually causing, out, uh, causing about a harvest. Yeah. But the, the opposite is true. It's not that like you're either producing good fruit or you're not. You're, you're either producing good fruit or you're producing bad bitter fruit. fruit. Bad bitter fruit. Bitter fruit. That, yeah. is, that, is, fruit, that is scandalous right? and, and hurtful and mm-hmm. dangerous and poisonous to those yeah. that are around you who, who come to you. So your witness is feeding, you know, in yeah. a way. Yeah. It, and I think that the, this culture's rejection of the wisdom of the church, and there's reasons for yeah. that or whatever we can consider that. But, but by losing our sight of that, you know, we we're gonna go through. We're gonna. We're. It's like we're experimenting with our society, and we're like trying to act as if these things don't matter. And we're going to learn that they do. Yeah. And what's? I mean, I think it's already sort of happening that people are living a life that rejects these ideas, and they're not gonna be happy. And they're not gonna know why they're not happy. Yeah. I see that happening a lot when, when we work with marriage and family stuff. People people are unhappy and they don't know why they're unhappy. It, it ought to be okay for me to, you know, have sex and not have children, kind of, or to dissociate right, these things right, in my right. mind. Like that should be okay, and and then and then it's not, and then it's it's very frustrating. Um, and well, we don't always we can't always diagnose. We know we're sick with something, but we can't, it's very difficult to diagnose what it is. And, uh, and so we're seeing that, you know, and so we're going to go through that period. And I, and I, and the hope is, I remember when we were at the Institute and we were like studying, like how like difficult things were in the culture. And you actually asked the question once, like, where's Christian hope? Yeah. You know, when you start to see like how serious these issues That's are, right. you know, and one of the professors said, well, you know, I, I don't think that there's no hope. It's just that I don't think we get to the resurrection except through a crucifixion. Exactly right. You know, and Amen. so to say that there's a crucifixion going on yes. doesn't mean that we don't think that there's a resurrection. Right. You know, that because there's a bitter fruit that right. our culture is going to go through and it's right. going to cause real harm yeah. and real suffering is going to yeah. be really difficult. Right. You know, but we're going to learn this lesson. Yeah. And 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 I and I have hope that God will lead us through to where we can not to grasp it. not to be disheartened when the work that we do is laborious. Um, yeah, and and it doesn't bear the fruit that you feel yeah, like it should. It should, you know? right? It's, yeah. it's there's a there's a challenge in that work, and 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 you're right. Like that's been. Um, I mean, even too, like in marriage, whenever you know spouses are having a really tough go, like it's like really difficult, right? Yeah. Really challenging, and and the 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 temptation is just be like, well, let's just cut ties. Let's let's. Let's forget about this. Like I'm, yeah. I'm done. Like I'm spent. I've given myself, and I'm getting nothing out of this, or this is going nowhere. Yeah. And there's this, this great weight, this great challenge, this great cross that they're going through. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing is, is that you know, they're by the grace of God and through the, the, the help that people can provide in those situations, there can be because sometimes carrying that cross is heavy, right? Like Christ, right. and he needed, he needed Simon. To help, to help him carry that yeah. cross. So if our Lord, right, it, was so vulnerable to the point of allow, he needed help 
to carry his own cross to get yeah. to where he needed to go. How much more right. if we're going to, when we experience difficulties, do, you, do we not think that we need to reach out for someone who can help us carry our cross? Yeah. So yeah. when we do that, though, when we finally get to that point where we finally allow ourselves to just surrender to the will of God, to find out what it is that God is calling us to in this moment and, and work through this challenge, whatever that looks like in many different ways, that there is going to be this fruit. That there is this, that we can't lose sight of that hope. I hope you were encouraged by our few minutes together. If so, please review this podcast and share it with your friends. Until next time, God bless.